This is Pod's Burgers, a podcast chronicling a Bob's Burgers obsession. Do you hear the heavy breathing and the snorting and the licking? Uh-huh. Yeah, what? What's happening? Just that? He's just taking one of his toys apart. Something. Oh, yeah, I think. Oh, I think I found it. Okay, hold on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I saw it fall. Mm, nope, there was another one. Well, I mean, there always is. So don't worry, there will be more. I don't want it behind my eyeball. Well... Oh, that happened to me once. I know, that's why I'm worried it about it. It was gross. <laughs> it was the worst feeling. Gross. You could just feel the hair unwinding off of my eyeball. Well, you couldn't. I could. I could. <laughs> I was in bed and I was like, what? <laughs> I felt you die. <laughs> I know how everybody's going to die. <laughs> that's my favorite line in this it's so good. Um, Do we have anything to talk about before we... Uh, we usually have, like... I mean, not housekeeping, but we usually have, you know, like, pre-show show. Uh, well, there's a lot going on at work, so there's a lot of turmoil happening there. Mm-hmm. I'm not like, oh, dear God, everything's on fire, but we're just doing a lot of um, shifting about and, yeah. and reprioritizing mm-hmm. and all of those other industry jargons. Running about knees bent behavior? Yes, advancing behavior. <laughs> yes. Is that what's happening at yep. your work? Yes. It's amazing. Um, but then on top of that, you have all of the, today's is election day. It's it's go and, and, you, and you vote, and, mm-hmm. and in case people are unfamiliar with that means. <laughs> what, that means. what is this election day you Holy speak shit. of? Holy shit, that's some great shit happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of anxiety around there. Um, so yeah, it's just that there's a lot going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying really hard to just kind of, just, just, you know, just pull it all in. Just pack them down tight until I, I mm-hmm. just can deal with it yeah and um yeah same lots and lots and lots at work yeah I thought that there was a light at the end of the tunnel that light has um swiftly gone out so I'm just gonna keep hanging in it is a train as they say no it's just a it's a it's it's a St. Elmo's fire oh is what it is wow and and by that I don't mean the the rock song or the Terrible eighties movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I mean you know the lights that seem to be real and you you chase after them and they're not real. The will o' the wisps. Yes, um, and I've had uh, what I suspect is ear infections in both ears. Yeah, uh, for mm, a couple months. Yeah, and a uh, night before last, they hurt so bad I couldn't sleep. So I laid there in bed, crying as quietly as I could, so as not to wake up my husband. <laughs> but then he could soothe you. I, there's nothing he can do about it. Well, I know, but sometimes it's and nice to know somebody is there with you. I mean, he was there. I just he needed sleep, so right. um, so I finally made a doctor's appointment. Oh, good. Um, but my throat hurts really bad too. So I think maybe the stress is just finally getting me. Just breaking you in half. Just picking you up like I mean, a I'm bunch s- of twigs and just ramming it down on its knee. I'm still going. Yeah, I know you are. I'm. You're I'm totally highly tough. functioning. I I so. get it, but sometimes you gotta just. Sometimes your body's telling you something. It's true, so but I'm going I, uh, to the doctor tomorrow. So excellent. Did you get in with the one I sent to you? No, no. I figured not. No, but I. It's fine because really, 
I don't need to love this doctor forever. I just need her to heal my ears yes, and my throat and maybe give me a sleep aid. And Mm. then Mm -hmm. I'll be golden for a minute. Have you tried melatonin? No, I don't. I don't. I don't like anything that would that might make me feel groggy the next day. Mm. It's not my thing. It doesn't bother me. It's actually yeah. But you have a much higher tolerance to all things than I do. True. Um. Okay. So let's talk about. Let's say the wine. Okay, dokie. We are drinking Hatton Daniels, which is a Pinot Noir from the Roberts Road Vineyard. Um. It's got. A picture of a sewing machine on the label. You know, like you do. I mean, it, it got a good review. I think it's not bad. It's a little... Um, Fruity. Jammier. Yes. Than I prefer my Pinots to be. Yes. Oh, God. Oh, God. I what? Mean, I don't like it when I talk about wine jammy. Like It's jammy, but you it's, guys. It's true, though. No, it is. It's, it's like kind I said, of, it's you know, fruitier. But, I mean, it's it'll do. It'll do its job. Yeah. Which is... To be wine? <clears throat> to, you know, lubricate the, the moment. Yep. Do you, uh, do you want to get up and do some limbering <laughs> exercises or move around a bit? Because it's like... Oh. <laughs> yeah. Come on! We talked about our... Right before I started the recording, we talked about our last episode and how I felt... Because I, I do the, the editing... Mm-hmm. And a fine job you do. Thank you. So I, I, um, I get to hear it in all of its unedited glory. Rawness. And then try to, you know, most of the time it's not that much effort, uh, in terms of what I have to edit out and, and stitch together. Mm-hmm. But, uh, the Halloween episode was chaos on wheels. Sure. And there was a lot of stitching that needed to take place mm. and a lot of, you know, evening things out. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we went from that to now I have I have no energy at all. It's just going to be big, long swaths of empty space because we've dozed off. Yeah. Honk and, shoe. And probably you saying something and me saying, yeah. <laughs> well, that <laughs> always happens. Um yeah, I, I I listened to it obviously, and um, I think it, you did a fine job. Thank I, you. I can't imagine it. I can understand what you mean about the tone being seeming a little bit more frantic, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. as Jen pointed out, it may have been because, as you probably heard toward the end of the episode, we were trying to make sure we got done before trick or treaters, and we didn't. I showed up. I'm pretty sure that I um, edited out mm-hmm. all all of the part where the trick or treaters arrived. Yeah. Um, originally I was going to leave some of it in, but it was so loud and so it just wasn't something anyone would want to listen to. So I took the whole thing out. And so we, we, we felt compelled to, to rush through the last bit of it, not rush. Like we, like we said the things we wanted to say, but we were talking really fast. Rush thoughtfully (laughs) through, through. Um, yeah. So I, I think it turned out great. Um, there were a couple of spots where I could tell that you had edited where I usually can't Mm -hmm. just, um, but yeah, I think you did a great job. I did what I could. You did. Um, we did have one listener, a brand new listener, contact us on our Facebook page mm-hmm. and she is desperate to know where you got your yoga jumpsuit. I answered I her. I keep saying, yes, jumpsuit. I, yeah. Not pantsuit. No. Okay. I'm wearing my yoga jumpsuit tonight. I know. I know. Um, yeah, no, I answered her. Good. Uh, I thought it was, um, 
you know what, you're, you, what you have to look forward to is all the optimism in the world. Oh man, it's as good. soon as you order your yoga jumpsuit, the optimism arrives. It flows. You don't, you don't even have to have the yoga jumpsuit on. You don't even have to have received it yet. Mm-hmm. It's just there. The optimism is all around you. It, it flows through you. It binds the universe mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Optimism. Mm-hmm. So should we do this? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. So Yay. I just wanted to sound more excited. Go. Well, hi. Hi, friends. This is Pod's Burgers. It is. I am Brittany. And I'm Jen. Um, tonight we're going to be talking about the taking of Fun Time 1, 2, 3. Which I've been just dying to yes. talk about. So good. Um, it is the second uh, episode in season nine, which is the current season, mm-hmm. um, as of in real lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, and before we do that, I just have a couple of really quick housekeeping. Do you have anything? Uh, no, I just wanted to talk about making sure that our listener got her yoga jumpsuit. Yes. Um, so as we were talking about before we officially started, sound. Sound. Sound on the episodes. Yes. Um, so when I edit, I'm listening very hard Okay. and I'm listening to every little thing that's happening, um, to see if I need to, you know, adjust sound or edit or anything. And guys, this may shock the hell out of you, but I am not a professional sound editor. I know. I can't even tell. I mean, I know you are all clutching the pearls right now. Totally. But it is not what I do. So I am completely self-taught. I don't use top tools. We're not professionals here. We're amateurs. Yeah, I mean, we do this out of love. We do. Um, And, you know, to amuse ourselves. I always (laughs) amuse myself. uh, So so I do what I can, um, and and I try to get better with every time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, I notice I sniff a lot, so sorry about that. sick. I have. I'll try to sniff in the other direction. But really what I'm trying to get at is this. I have a friend who runs a a very successful podcast here locally in Utah Mm -hmm. about our local um, professional soccer team, Real Salt Lake. Um, It it is a a very well-produced show. It is very professional in nature, although I, I work with him. He's on my team, so mm-hmm. I know he does not do this professionally. Yeah. I know what he does professionally. I, was, I thought you were going to say you could force him to no. <laughs> help you. Um, and uh, so I went to him and I said, excuse me, friend. Please. please. And by the way, listen to him. If you're into soccer, even if you're not, if you don't live in Salt Lake, it's a it's a really interesting podcast, so, mm-hmm. so check it out. I... I want to say it's called the Real Salt Lake Show. I can't remember now. What's his? Sorry, does Jake. it have his name on it, Jake? Uh, no. Oh, okay. um, he's the producer. But anyway, um, I just wanted them to help. So. Maybe I'll post a link. To yes, them. do that. But anyway, so I went to him and I said, "Excuse me, <laughs> but would you help me? Because I am no professional." And so just today, right before you arrived, oh, okay. Brittany doesn't even know this yet. Oh, I'm excited. Am I purchased I a myself? soundboard, Ooh. two new microphones, and some cords. So I'm going to try so, my best before the next, I don't know if it's going to be before the next recording, but the setup is, is pretty sweet. 
And one of the benefits is that it's um, the microphones have arms, mm-hmm. which means if we are setting our uh, glasses down, it's not going to be right by the microphone. Right, right. Just know, guys, we're working on it. Yeah. You I'm know. glad you're enjoying this, even though the sound isn't pristine. Yeah. But, you know. I think actually, considering what we have to work with, we're doing pretty good sound-wise, but... I think... You're doing a fucking phenomenal job, Jen. Cheers to that. Okay, we're going to cheers. Yep. Here we go. Okay. Okay. Anyway, um, what else? What else you got? Uh, that That is all I have for okay. housekeeping. Good. And you didn't have anything? Uh, nope. Nope. Not this time. Okay. Okay. I um, just want to encourage you guys to continue to reach out to us. We sure like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do that. We'll reach out and touch you too. Mm-hmm. Or not. Only within your boundaries. Right. If you say it's okay, maybe we'll give you a a shoulder squeeze. Mm -hmm. So do you want to do the recap? Sure. Okay. All right. So as Jen said, we're talking about the taking of fun time one, two, three. Um, This episode is basically a spin on Ocean's Eleven or pretty much any stylish heist type movie. The Um, name refers to the taking of Pelham one, two, three. Right. Which has been remade three times and was originally a book go on so anyway stylish heists Mm -hmm. and such Mm -hmm. um uh, i i've seen multiple uh tie-ins throughout this episode to oceans 11 um and i actually um was looking forward to to doing this episode for a lot of reasons but one is that you know Ocean's Eleven way better than I oh, do. So and much. I don't know why. Like, I don't I, know if you've just seen it a lot. I I've have. only ever seen it once. It's actually one of my... I have... We have several um, uh, video games and then um, an ancient collection of DVDs and Blu-ray that we very rarely touch because you can get anything mm-hmm. streaming nowadays. But Not anything. My Donner Party movie... I had to purchase on DVD because I couldn't watch That's it true. otherwise. What was the, I couldn't find The Iron Giant for the longest time, and they finally have it on Netflix after I broke down and bought a DVD. The Iron the, Giant and the Donner Party documentary. Yeah. yeah. Oh, anyway, um, I have a, a box of DVDs of movies that I can watch at any time and will cheer me up for a variety of reasons. And Ocean's Eleven is in there because it is about as close to a perfectly made heist movie as I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And I know it's also a remake, mm-hmm. but the original doesn't even touch how well that version was done. The original is weird. It is weird. I don't I don't enjoy it. Yeah. So I and, mean I, and I, I don't love the new one like you do yeah. only maybe because I haven't seen it enough. Like I said, I've only seen it once. But I, I have movies like that. Yes. There. So the birdcage is one for mm-hmm. me. And um uh, what's the one with the the lacuna? Eternal Sh- Sunshine of the Spotless mm-hmm. Mind is one. Yeah, and, that one, yes. And uh, uh, Eugene Hoots. Uh, everything is Illuminated. Everything is Illuminated is um, one. Rushmore. Yes, yes. Uh, Wonder Boys. Yes. Do you remember that one? I do. That's Guys, a very good movie. Yeah, not a lot of people are familiar with that that movie. It's... It's oh so good, mm-hmm. and it's one of the rare instances, although I love this author very much, but one of the rare instances where I prefer the movie to the book. Right. So. Yeah. So, um, but yes. Uh, anyway, as I was saying. Yes. Perfectly crafted heist movie. Um, it, it, it It's dated a little bit now because everything that was very um, stylish during the early knots in the late 90s is present in this and you get pointy a, shoes. Yes. 
You well, you get a, cut jeans over pointy shoes. Yeah. <laughs> you get a lot of um, a lot of the things that you see in movies after this one. This is one of those where you're like, oh god, that's where it came from, or you know, like remember how everything turned into the shaky video cam mm-hmm. after Blair Witch mm-hmm. came out, something along those lines. So you get the amazing soundtrack, the multi stars acting really cool and slick. Um, I love that what you said you would say to yourself is, oh god, that's where that came. <laughs> this already you're just watching the movie going nothing's ever ever gonna be okay again yes and then i tear at my my clothes i rend my clothing and i run down the street gnashing my teeth sackcloth and ashes yes okay uh, so anyway that's i i am very familiar with this uh with <laughs> that was a really long trip i'm yep. glad you guys came with us yep. okay i hope there's some you can take out of there i'm sure there will be tie tie Ocean's Eleven in as much as possible because I knew that it was and for some reason in my head I went um, uh, Usual Suspects yes but not but not again another same. another stylish crime movie it's true so. but so sorry it, it is a reference to all of those um, heist movies mm-hmm. uh, and basically the kids are um, the Belcher kids are trying to win the dune buggy that you have to have 10,000 tickets from family fun time to be able to get that, the dune buggy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're trying very hard to get as many tickets as they can. Um, Louise eventually gets some advice from Mr. Fish Odor um, and tries it out. And as she's getting all of these tickets, because it, she's successful with his advice, um, the family fun time manager comes over and unplugs the machine because family fun time policy is if the machines start giving away too many tickets, they have to check it. And the machine that she uh, is playing on is Johnny Snowballs. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it is about that name and the drawing of Johnny Snowballs on it, mm-hmm. but it's so charming to me. Mm-hmm. Like I want Johnny Snowballs to be real. It it gives me a little bit of the vibe of the game we played when we were kids. Oh, what a mountain! Yes, yeah. Guys, look it up. It it, it was, was so an fun. incredible where you were a little mountain climber and you got to your little your meeple mm-hmm. would would go up the side and then if you got to the top you got to like pull the lever and put a flag. Put the flag. It's but flag. do you have a flag? A flag. Look it up. So. Um, Anyway, so the kids go back to Mr. Fishoder, who has offered to uh, train them on all of the machines at Family Fun Time to be able to beat them and do an organized heist with a, a crew of kids so that they can hit Family Fun Time without realizing that they've been hit so they can't unplug the machines and not give them their tickets. Yep. Um, so um, it goes into how they recruit all of the kids to help them with this. Um, there is a uh, a twist at the ending um, that you aren't supposed to see coming, but I knew it was coming having been familiar with those types of, of movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's that's the basic summary. Okay. And we can talk about some deets now. What about the B story? Oh, yes. It's a very oh, important God. B story. How could I forget? I actually have it all in caps right here. Chicken. Yep. So um, Teddy shows up at the diner and uh, tells Bob and Linda 
that he has a chicken for them because mm-hmm. they are going on and on about having farm fresh eggs all the time, like one time. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they decide, yeah, we'll, we'll take this chicken. And it's all how Bob and Linda are trying to coax this chicken to give them, oh God, how does she put it? I, I loved what she calls the eggs. Um, Something delicious bottom diamonds. Bottom diamonds. <laughs> yes. So she's trying. To, they're trying to coax the chicken to give them delicious bottom diamonds. Yes. Um, and they can't seem to do it. And and uh, yeah, it's that's basically it. But it's so good. Um. Yeah. So do we want to talk details now? Yeah. Um. Let me talk about a couple of things really quickly. Okay. Um, first of all, the tie-ins to Ocean's Eleven mm-hmm. that I noted. Um, first of all, as I mentioned, it's the twist. Mm-hmm. There's a gathering of multiple people in a uh, coordinated heist. Yes. There is the moment where the leader of the heist is unexpectedly taken out of the heist, mm-hmm. and now everybody has to scramble to deal with that. Um there is the the way that they would cut from the scene to scene yeah. is very similar to the Ocean's Eleven. And then one really big one is the closing sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, that song is similar to a lot of the music on the soundtrack for Ocean's Eleven. The, oh. Not the ones like they have an Elvis song yeah. on there and yeah. all of that, but the, the other background. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, it reminded me of... There's one toward the end where they've completed the heist on Ocean's Eleven and it's song, uh, David Holmes' song, um, 69 Police. Mm-hmm. So it's it's got that vibe to mm-hmm. it and that's the, uh, and I the love, Wheelie Mammoth song. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love I, yeah. it's the The composition and the production on that song mm-hmm. is, um, it it's transcendental. Well, and I think it's... Word? Uh, yes. Yes. I think you mean transcendent? Transcendent is what I meant. Yes. Even it's though transcendental is a word, it it's is. not what I meant. Yes. Um, and I like very much, and this is true of a lot of music from Bob's Burgers um, that is referential, they push it just far enough so that you can catch what they're referring to, but yeah. they don't make it an exact copy. Right. They make it their own, yes. and I like that very yes. much. And and the the animation that goes with it, with yes. all of them on the on the wheelie the, mammoth, on the mammoth, and um, Zeke is pushing them around. Yes, is is amazing. I actually noted though, since you said that, mm-hmm. when I saw the wheelie mammoth go by the first time, I was like, oh, this sucks because it wasn't Zeke pushing them originally. Mm-hmm. I was like, I think it was Tina. Oh. I was like, seriously, they just make Tina push them around, yeah. but as they go by they each time, turns. they have somebody different pushing I mean, them. Yeah, that's how yeah. it should work. I love it because they all were in on the. Yes. Equal cuts. Yes. Um, so I, I, I wanted to, uh, so there are several scenes that take place in family fun time and from several different angles. And as I was watching uh, the show, I started capturing all of the different games that I saw in the background. That was the other thing that I was going to ask us to talk about. Yeah. So, so. the first one that I noticed was a game called Leotards with an exclamation yes, point. I wrote that one down. And I want to know so much what Me too. what that game is. <laughs> I want to play Leotards. And I, I wasn't ever actually able to see the screen like I was on a lot of the other ones. Right. So I don't know how Leotards is played, but mm-hmm. it's pretty amazing. There was one called Senior Kung Fu, mm-hmm. Ninja Police, mm-hmm. Manchester by the Sea, which appears to be a pinball machine. Yes, but so good. 
Battle Bellies, yes. uh, which is um, uh, sumo wrestlers, it looks like. And I want to know if maybe you or the listeners can give me a little bit of background, because on Battle Bellies, there's a version of it in Family Fun Time mm-hmm. and in the warehouse where yes. Mr. Fishoder is training them. Yes. And the initials are prominently displayed mm-hmm. of the top scorer mm-hmm. on Battle Bellies, and it's DRL. That's Daryl. Really? Yeah. Um, I was trying really hard to figure out where I missed something. It's Daryl. So you actually that's actually an ongoing joke oh, in the series. I got it. Okay. Um, it actually happens uh, multiple times when you see uh, video games throughout the series, not just this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, there, You'll see DRL, yes. and it's always Daryl. And that first happened in the Burger Boss right. episode yes. when Daryl is introduced, mm-hmm. and he trains... Bob to be able to try to overtake Thank Jimmy you. Pesto's high score on Burger Boss. Um, and also, you will notice going forward, his backpack when he's wearing it, it's a purple backpack and it has DRL embroidered in yellow okay. on the back. So if you see him from behind... He'll always have that. Yes. Okay, because I, I noticed that and I was like, um, that seems familiar and yeah. I don't know why. And then all of the other ones on that screen of the high scorers are also DRL. Yes. So um, so some of the others, there's one called, it's either called Mega or Mega Mega. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why I say that is it says Mega at the top on the case of the game. Mm-hmm. And then on the screen itself, it says Mega again. Mm-hmm. And that appears to be a horse racing game. The mm-hmm. whole time that you see it in the background, there's just a horse that looks like it's working real hard. Okay. Um, Jeff versus Jeff, which is J-E-F-F versus G-E-O-F-F. Oh. And I had to rewind it. I want to play that one too. To see the drawings of Jeff and Jeff. And they're just the exact same guy with two different colored hair. Um, Civil War Land. Mm-hmm. Debate Heroes. Yep. And... My favorite. The Legend of Zelda Fitzgerald. I was like, if you miss this one, I'm going to be so mad. Because it's the it's very much similar to the Legend of Zelda font. Mm-hmm. And then it just says Fitzgerald underneath it. I would play the shit of out of the would, Legend of Zelda, Zelda Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald was an interesting, crazy person. An original rock star. Yes. And I mean that in the in the mm-hmm. actual sense of... Destroying herself? Yes, just yeah. crazy train. And self-imploding and just I want crazy. us to create the legend of Zelda Fitzgerald. I don't want to do Civil War Land. That sounds terrible, no, though. No, no. So, the twist. Shall we talk a little bit about the twist? Mm-hmm. So, the twist in this... Um, so, if you go to... It, the reference to Ocean's Eleven, what happens is Danny Ocean, who is the leader of the group, hence Ocean's Eleven, mm-hmm. um, gets caught and is uh, banned from the casino that they're trying to rob and therefore is not part of the heist anymore. So they have to figure out how to, to work around that. And then it turns out he purposely got himself kicked off of the crew so that they could do an even more surreptitious way to handle the heist. Mm-hmm. So um, in this episode of Bob's Burgers, Louise is the one who gets caught. She doesn't do it intentionally, but she finds out when she's getting her quote-unquote mugshot taken to be on the band wall, uh, that's B-A-N-N-E-D, not mm-hmm. B-A-N-D, mm-hmm. Um, that Fish Odor is uh, playing them because she sees his pictures at the Family Fun Time uh, company picnic. 
So she decides to get together with the crew and figure out a way to do an alternate heist. They're distracting him in the family fun time while she is winning the wheelie mammoth yep. with all of the skills that Mr. Fishoder has taught them for all of the various games. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved that. Um, I also liked the attention to detail. Um, for example, when he first shows them wheelie mammoth, you can see as they walk up to the, um, what is it called? The booth. When the roller coaster goes by, they make the camera shake. Yeah. So that you can see that's part of what is causing the, the ball to go down into yes. Yes. The, the milk can. It's basically a throw a ball into the milk can uh, game to mm-hmm. win Wheelie Mammoth, and mm-hmm. it's impossible. Mm-hmm. But they figure out how to do it. Mm-hmm. Using really all of the things mm-hmm. that Mr. Fishoder teaches them in order to uh, take fun time, yeah. Um, they combine all of those things and Louise is able to win the wheelie mammoth by um, using all of those things combined in that one booth. Yes. And that is sticky hands, shaking, shaking and the hammer. Yes. Was there anything else? No, nope, that was it. Precision? I don't remember. Yeah. Anyway. Timing. 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 Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the kids that are part of the crew are um, Jimmy Jr., of course, and he was only brought along because uh, Tina's like, do you have skills? Okay, fine, you can come too. Because they're looking specifically for people with a, a certain set of skills. Yeah. Uh, Zeke. I actually have them all written down and oh. what they're named, if you want to yes, hear this. Yes, please. So Zeke is the hammer uh-huh. um, because he can hit, this is what I wrote down, because he can hit things real good. Okay. Wait. Mainly with his head. Did you write down their nicknames that Mr. Fish showed her? Okay. Zeke and, and his nickname is? Squat One. Yes. Um, and he wants to know if Mr. Fish Oder said Squat One or Hot One. Yes. It's definitely Squat One. Mm-hmm. Um, he is uh, trained on Wackato. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy Jr. has unknown skills, I wrote down. Yes. Um, he's the Hot One. Yes. Which makes Zeke mad because then it confirms, well, well sad. Well, makes him sad. He's disappointed. Uh, it confirms that he's the squat one and not the hot one. He is trained on cardiac arrest. Yes. Um, Daryl is the math whiz with perfect timing. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Fishoder calls Wait. him. Yes. Okay. Sorry. I thought you were going to, fr- I thought you forgot to give his no. name. Go ahead. Um, Mr. F- Mr. Fishoder calls him. Glasses. Mm-hmm. And he's trained on wheel world. Mm-hmm. Andy and Ollie can act with almost telepathic co- coordination, mm-hmm. and Mr. Fishoder names them the creepy twins. Mm-hmm. Um, they're trained on the water squirting game, which is what they call the toilet, and apparently they never win. <laughs> and I'm not really sure what that means. <laughs> um, and then he doesn't really have names uh, for the Belcher children. Um, but Tina gets her assignment because she can shake things back and forth, which yep. I think is just a default. Yep. And her answer is, thank you. Yep. Um, and she keeps trying to get somebody else to do the shaking game. Yes. And Gene gets his as- assignment because he's not worried about getting sticky hands. Yes. Um, and I wrote down, whack a toe, I do that a lot. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why you, I wrote that down. What? <laughs> Well, thank you for sharing that with was, us, Jen. It was weird. A yeah. couple. <laughs> so uh, Mr. Fishoder calls them the creepy twins, Andy and Ollie. And uh, when Louise quits because um, the, the kids are kicking her out, quote unquote, they're pretending to uh, to do the tricky heist. Um, Mr. Fishoder goes, we need someone who's small and bossy. 
how about you? And she, he says to one twin, and he's like, what can you do? And he says, I can smile. And he's like, never mind. How about you? And he goes, I know when everybody's going to die. I think it's, I know when, I know how everybody's, how going, everybody's to going to die. Yes, and yes. it's Ollie. Ollie's the one who knows how everybody's going to die. <laughs> and so he can amazing. smile. Yes. Um, and they're licking each other's heads at one point in the episode, and Louise goes, well, gotta lick something. <laughs> Um, so Jimmy Jr. really wants to leave the warehouse because he says it smells bad. Um, to which, uh, Mr. Fish Odor tells him it smells everywhere. That's how you know you're alive, Mm -hmm. which just really simultaneously gives me hope and makes me really sad. (laughs) That's great. I'm glad it gives you hope. We're just going to go with that one. Yeah. Um, when... Louise wins the wheelie mammoth. Um, there is a man on the boardwalk, and I think we've seen him before. Yeah, his name is Gus. Yes. And he first appeared in Seaplane. Yeah. Um, uh, and he also was in um, Boy Watch. Okay, good. Yes. I don't know when on Boy Watch. When was that? When she goes in to quit the junior guards... And oh right, yes. He's talking to her, and and in essence, uh, just asks her a couple of questions, and then agrees with her that she should quit. Mm-hmm. And she uh, kind of changes it in her mind that he's trying to pep talk her and get her to not yeah. quit. And she's like, and he's like, no, but yeah, okay. no, but seriously, I want you to quit. Yeah. But he's standing on the boardwalk when Louise finally wins the the wheelie, wheelie mammoth, and I say finally because people have tried for years. Um, he's uh, Mr. Fishoder's. The wheelie mammoth is Mr. Fishoder's oldest and most asbestos-filled employee. Which Jean then says, "That's what Dad is going to say about me in two years." Mm-hmm. And I wrote down, "Why two years?" Because he's been eating asbestos. I mean, maybe Ollie told him how he's going to die. <laughs> maybe. I mean, that's a possibility. Um. Anyway, so Gus is standing on the boardwalk, and the alarm goes off, and Louise is celebrating, and Gus starts yelling, she did it! She won the wheelie mammoth! How come no one else is excited but me? Yeah. And I love him so much yes. for that. He's so excited for them, and mm-hmm. it's true. Nobody else cares, but it's a big deal. It is. It's a it's really big good. deal. Um, I am so anxious to talk about the B story. I know. There's just a couple of other things. Yeah. Um, so the boombox with the built-in three-inch television, mm-hmm. um, Mr. Fish Odor makes reference to it because it's what mm-hmm. uh, uh, took down his arcade and made him pack away all of the games that he ends up tra- um, training the kids on. Mm-hmm. Um, and that put me into a place of deep nostalgia. Mm-hmm. So I actually went and searched online for the old Sears wish book. Mm. And I went down quite the rabbit hole. Wow. Because I found a site where they had gone back and scanned old, all of the old wish books. And people of a certain age will all remember. Of them? Back to the 30s. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, people of a certain age will remember the oh, wish book I from Sears. Loved them. That basically became uh, a religion for us when we were kids, when it would arrive. And I know a lot of kids felt that way, but we did this unusual thing. 
I'm sure our parents were filled with dread I know. when that showed up. So so there were five kids. Uh, our oldest sister was quite a bit older than, than I am. So she didn't really participate in this. She was, she was too old to care about the wish book at that point. Um, but the rest of us kids, primarily the three youngest, so our brother Robert, Brittany, and me, um, but Jim would participate sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, we would pass the wish book around. And it, was, it turned into this big negotiation where it was like, okay, well, if you get that thing, then I get this thing. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, we've said this multiple times, we were poor. Yes. We were not getting these things. No. But we, we, you know, you had to believe it was, that's part yeah. of the wish and that's, in wish book. Well, that's the thing is that I've said multiple times that I love Christmas very much, but once you get past Christmas Eve, for me, it's just sort of like all of it, all of the things that I love about Christmas are family related and anticipation. Yeah. The idea of things. Yeah. And I, I'm, I yeah. very much enjoy that. And I mean, we had Christmases, so we would get, you know, one or maybe two things from there, but we would seriously go through and we each had our own color of pen mm-hmm. and we would circle the things that were ours mm-hmm. so that we knew the difference between, mm-hmm. you know, all of the different kids. Um, I liked to think that I was just giving mom and dad options. Sure. Yeah. Sure. We never expected to get all of those things. No. We were weird kids. We were just creative. <laughs> You know. Super. But you know what? Um, uh, you know that movie that, by the guy who did Waiting for Guffman, but the one about dogs? Uh, Best in show. Yes. When Parker Posey says, we were so lucky that we were raised with catalogs. <laughs> I know it's a joke. <laughs> yes. But we spent a lot of time with catalogs. We did. I really enjoyed them. I, I, <laughs> it's such a sad thing to say. You know what? You know what, guys? We were poor. <laughs> I really enjoyed catalogs. I did. I did too. I'm not lying. I did. It's just do you a remember? Sad ass thing do you to remember? Say. Are you ready for this? Cat fancy. Yes. And dog I fancy. I loved cat fancy and dog we fancy. We spent a lot of time deciding what we were going to have in cat fancy Designing and dog fancy. Designing a room for my cats and dogs. Yes. Um, I always got them cologne. Because like you do. Yeah. Hey, your dog has cologne, so you just back off me, man. I mean, I remember the dually. Yes. Which was a thing that you put in your backyard that was kind of like a septic tank for your dogs. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. That and, uh, oh, there was an, oh, in the wish catalog Mm -hmm, was mm -hmm. where you would usually first lay eyes on the holiday Barbie. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. I always looked forward to that. Do you know what I found? I, I, okay. I promise I'm going to go away from the wish book in a minute. Okay, cool. I was looking at the 1983 one. <gasps> That's one of my favorites. Herself the Elf. <gasps> I forgot about <laughs> Herself the Elf. I know. I love it. It had the, so the whole line. The whole Herself the Elf line. You know, I loved um, Snowdrop. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Herself the Elf. She's in there. You guys gotta fucking look it up. <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah. the 80s were pristine for child's toys. It's it's really, really true. Child's toys, children's toys. Speaking of nostalgia, I got yes. another one for you. Okay, go. Um, at the booth at Wonder Wharf, mm-hmm. when he's talking to them about the wheelie mammoth, yes. you can see all of the other toys that you can win in the background, mm-hmm. and one of them is a smiley banana. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the frozen banana that I, that uh-huh. I sewed in Home X? Yes, yes I do. 
I sure do. I had skills. Yes, you did. I sewed that. It was supposed to be a pillow, but no one was going to use that for a pillow. Like, you couldn't use it for house decor. Yeah. You couldn't lay on it. Yeah. It's it like was the like the uh, the fantastic bolster pillow that I made that time. Bolster pillow? It looked like a giant tampon. The big long oh. rolled pillow. Yeah, we just yeah. called it the tampon. Yeah. That's what you should have said. That yeah. tampon that I made. It's a bolster pillow. <laughs> I was saying. So. Frozen banana. Frozen banana. Good job, Jen. I got a C plus in home ec. I was really good at home ec. I was good particularly at the, the sewing. I was good at the cooking part. Mm-hmm. But the sewing part was horrible. And it, that was one of two grades that I got that were less than A's, and it infuriated me. Um, I didn't care about getting less than A's, but I was home so ec. good at home ec, home ec that um, we had this um, project where we took old jeans and we reconstructed them into... Um, Aprons? New jeans. Aprons. Oh, okay. And we put like, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Lace. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so good that teachers like asked. Like eyelet lace? Like, like, like country time looking yeah. lace? Okay, no, cool. Uh, I don't know what country time looking lace is. You know, not like the, like, not like ballerina kind of tool lace or like yeah. flowy lace. I mean, whatever lace you wanted. The okay. lace that I put on my apron was teal. Wow. <laughs> um, anyway, teachers... Do you remember living in a world where teal lace <laughs> existed? Teachers brought me the goods and asked me to make them denim aprons with lace. Fuck off. Seriously, I made like three of them for teachers. That's how... I was really good at sewing. Why aren't you sewing right now? Like at this moment? Because I'm working on this podcast. <laughs> because... It's like anything else. Like, you don't do it for a while. I'm sure I would be just as good if I tried again, but we, I was really you, good at you it. You could make your own damn Louise dress. Mm-hmm. I could. Okay. All right. You All know right. how I am about domesticity, though. Domes- domesticity. <laughs> Domeste. <laughs> um, one last thing about this mm-hmm. part of the episode before we move on. Um, uh, Mr. Fishoder says at one point that um, they have to work all together and uh, hit family fun time before they know what hit them. And <laughs> Jean says, like a bris. <laughs> I know. It's so good. <laughs> and he's so happy. Like a bris. <laughs> and and, and uh, it, I'm glad uh, you brought that up because I actually wondered is that really how brisses go down? <laughs> Babies, they don't. Of course, they don't know what hit them. <laughs> okay. Jeez. All right. Thanks. All right. Thanks anyway. for answering my question. Have <laughs> you really thought about it, Jen? I don't think we're. I don't think we're connecting tonight. <laughs> I feel like Jen, we're doing two different shows. Remember the whole wish book thing that we just that talked was good. about? It was really good. How much I love catalogs. Mm-hmm. Um, I love catalogs too. And then. The fact that um, all of the prizes, and Jen and I actually just experienced this because we went to Dave and Buster's not too long ago, where you get all of your tickets. In mm-hmm. this case, they were not physical tickets. They were on a card. Mm-hmm. 
But you go into the store and you can buy just bullshit mm-hmm. and then you have to get a bunch of stuff to get anything that's worthwhile. And you're spending so much more money at David yeah. Buster's than the thing that you would get with your tickets. Yeah, and so Louise shows up at the at the beginning of the episode and she says, you don't have to count it. I'm sure that there's enough here for the dune buggy. And the guy, uh, Trip, who is the manager, who's voiced by oh, the actor who was in 30 Rock. Jack... Well, I can't remember Palance. his last name. It's not Jack Palance. <laughs> I can tell you that much. Excuse me. His first name is Jack. I don't remember okay. his last name, but he's um, Kenneth the Page yes. on 30 Rock. And uh, he's like, we have to count them anyway. He counts them, and he's like, well, you don't have quite enough for the dune buggy, but here you can have this comb that only hurts a little. <laughs> yes, and a light-up ring that will light up if you buy a battery for it. Yes. Um, when we went to Dave & Buster's, we ended up, so I also had a goal at Dave and Buster's. There was a thing that I wanted. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, they call them mermaid pillows, yes. where it's got the sequins. Mm-hmm. And if you uh, push the sequins one way, it's one color. And you push it the other way, it's another color. And you can draw things in it. Mm-hmm. And I really just wanted it so that I could write, you know, but. inappropriate things yeah. and leave it around my house. I just go to butt immediately. And, I mean, that's not really inappropriate, but it, it's a good example. It, it could be inappropriate given the circumstances. It's true. Um, like if Jesus came to dinner. Jesus wouldn't mind. Do you remember? Jesus would not mind. I, I think Jesus would be okay if I put butt on a pillow. But I would, you know, same with like Nelson Mandela. Mm-hmm. If he was coming over. Oh, sure. I wouldn't want to put butt on a pillow and leave it out. Yeah. I guess Jesus might I would might want Nelson say, Mandela and Jesus to think more highly of me right. than that. Je- Jesus and Nelson Mandela would probably be like, is this really your personal brand, mm-hmm. Jen? Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, in private, yes, but you're right. Mm-hmm. Not right now. Mm-hmm. And then you would wipe it away. I He would wipe the butt. <laughs> <laughs> we were going to have this one be so normal. <laughs> And it turns out that the harder we try to be normal. That is so dumb. I hate myself so bad right now. Um, also, I in no way thought about who I was going to name drop beforehand. It just happened to be Jesus and Nelson Mandela, who I would care if they saw butt on a pillow at my house. Yeah, so you have respect. Like, yeah, I get it. Maybe Carl Sagan if he showed up at my house. No, actually, I'd be. I would leave butt out if you (laughs) Carl Sagan. I would. Right. Well, and it's not because I don't respect him. It's just because I feel like Carl (coughs) Sagan was like, was like, maybe just kind of high all the time. Wouldn't really notice that kind of thing. I don't know. Mm. I was gonna say wouldn't judge me, but I also think Jesus and Nelson Mandela would. But only Jesus can judge you. But I don't think you would. No, I don't think so either. Um, I mean... Where the fuck were we going with all of this? Oh, the mermaid pillow. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We're just we're just busy giving Jesus his best life, which is what we do. I am an expert on Jesus' best life. Um, so I did... <laughs> I did get enough tickets to get my mermaid pillow... So I could have written butt on it and been like, W.C. Fields is coming over. I have to wipe the butt. But <laughs> I didn't. I didn't get the mermaid pillow. Instead, I went with one of those, like, if you've had surgery and you <laughs> need a, an extend a hand to, like, grasp pick, things, pick up your 
drink or your your um, dirty laundry TV remote or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I call them grabber hands. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I call them to... pincer wincers. So I ended up getting two of those mm-hmm. so that Mark and I could just basically pinch each other's butts with yeah. them. <laughs> you have to hide behind things, and then when the person walks by, you pinch their butts. Yep, that's how they're used. Yep. Um, and it then, says it on the packaging. We also, for some reason, thought it would be a great idea to get this gun that fight not gun, this <laughs> this they sold guns. <laughs> it's not an actual gun. It's it's a thing that fires um, tennis balls for your dog. Oh yeah, to chase, and that's not a good idea. No, because our dog does not fetch. He's a retriever who will not retrieve. Mm-hmm. He picks something up and then he runs away. He doesn't want you to have it. So we fire it once, he goes and gets it, and we're done. That's the end of the game. That was mm. a stupid idea on our part. No, I feel like maybe... I should, should have just... gotten the butt mermaid pillow. No, I like the pincer wincers. Yeah. Um, anyway, so you want to talk, <laughs> talk about the bee story? Do you want to... Do, do you want to talk about Bob's Burgers on this podcast <laughs> about Bob's Burgers? Do you want to lay bets about how much of that I cut out? Please leave some of it. It's We'll see. It, it may be chaos. I have no idea anymore, but... It was, um, it's probably by... You know what? I would leave... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to start naming people oh. that I would leave the butt pillow out for, and it's like... <laughs> so not important. There are very few people that I would put away the butt pillow for, that I would wipe the butt for. Really? Yeah. I feel like there's probably more I would wipe the butt for than not. Hmm. You just... Way higher class than I am, I think. Um, maybe more inhibited? I don't know. No, that's just stupid. All right, should we talk about the bee story? Yeah, I mean, there's not much more to the bee, bee story um, other than the summary that I gave. Um, but there is so much um, entertainment mm-hmm. out of that simple thing. Um, my favorite part is the very ending. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't talk about that just yet. But um, as I mentioned... Uh, Linda has a lot of ways of referring to the eggs. Um, my favorite is delicious bottom diamonds. Um, I love the part where they go to get the egg. There is no egg. And so they're trying to get the, they're worried that the um, chicken maybe is constipated. And so Linda says to Bob, you know, like when you can't poop when we travel. And Bob's response is, what? When did we travel? Yeah. And then she says, uh, you know, I just, I think that that, you know, if we did travel, mm-hmm. that you would have a hard time pooping. And at some point, Bob expresses that he feels like he could poop better in Europe. Yes. Which I think is amazing. Did you know that people really can't poop when they travel? I like, know. that's an actual thing. Yes. Where, you know, people struggle with yes. that. I read an article about it in Reader's Digest. I think... <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I did. I really did. That's good. I mean, I feel it was like right it's, next to the drama in real life. I feel like a lot of that could be psychological, but some of it is definitely physical. And it has to do with the way that you eat, mm-hmm. um, how much time you spend sa- uh, seated as opposed to moving around. They actually did a study. <laughs> they found that. Of course, you found a poop study. A lot of it. Uh, has to do with a change in routine. Mm-hmm. So uh, apparently a lot of people poop like when yeah, that's a specific why time. it's regular. They have their BM and the PM. Yeah. 
Um, and so you take yourself out of that routine. You're eating at different times. You're sleeping at different times. It just throws everything off. Mm-hmm. And then your body's like, we'll just not do that thing for a while. And also you tend to get really dehydrated yes. when you travel. Yeah. I just think, thanks body for trying to like look out for me. So you don't have to shit when you're on the run. But also like, like your body needs to do that. So right. get with it bodies. Yeah. You gotta I think poop. You, you you've got to sort out your message to your body. Mm-hmm. It's not a perfect it's a little muddled machine, like this episode. <laughs> nah, nah. I refuse to believe that. Mm-hmm. That's just we're mm-hmm. going with it. Um, I know you wanted to talk about the um, the song battle, yes. if you will, between Bob and Linda because at one point Linda decides she wants to scare the chicken mm-hmm. to see if it will poop out a, an egg. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bob says, no, 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 that's, that's not going to, maybe he, she really likes songs. Mm-hmm. And so Linda's like, oh yes, of course singing because mm-hmm. Linda. And so she sings a song about making an egg roll from your egg hole. Going to beat it and then we'll eat it. Mm-hmm. But Bob's rendition of Amazing Grace, mm-hmm. he's like, no, 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 yours so is too, good. yours is too upbeat. And he starts to sing Amazing Grace <laughs> and it is. The the way that they've drawn his face while he's singing it. (laughs) So good. He takes this very seriously. Yes. Yes. And then they both start singing their songs together. Mm -hmm. And it's, I don't know why, it's just the best. It really is. Um, I, I enjoy when Teddy first arrives to offer them the chicken and they go out to look at the the chicken in the coop in mm-hmm. the the back of his truck uh that his hoarding comes into play again yes when he references that he has four thousand double a batteries mm-hmm. in the truck yep because you know that's just gonna go back to his house into that one room into the hoard mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um that takes uh, that's introduced in thanks hoarding yes um again that consistency um and the way that they have drawn that chicken. So good. I really dig. I, I wish it had a little bit more expression, but I feel like chickens don't. Mm-hmm. So that's realistic. Mm-hmm. Realistic chicken. I mean, chicken. yeah. It, it, if, the, if the chicken had expressions, I, it would have been less charming to me. Mm-hmm. Because it was so... The way that chickens can be uh, scared out of their minds by something and yet still just maintain that chicken face... Mm-hmm. Uh, that's part of their charm. I kind of wish they'd had some more of them holding the chicken so you could see that weird thing that chickens do mm-hmm. with their head where mm-hmm. it just stays in one spot. There's a word for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember what it is, but... I'll look it up. Um, you can you can hold a chicken and rotate its body and its head will just stay in, in place um, while you're turning it. That sounds awful. I don't know how to... <laughs> We'll find a video. There's a video. We'll post a video. Yeah. Also, one of my favorite chicken things is um, a scene from a Werner Herzog movie. Of course. Where the chicken... Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Um, I can't remember what the name of the movie is, but at the end, um, there's a scene where there's this chicken standing on a record player... Mm -hmm. And the record player starts playing and it's it's walking on and it looks like it's dancing because it's walking on the moving record player. Mm-hmm. And somebody took that and redubbed it with just the most amazing yeah, stuff to I can't even remember the name of the song, but um, maybe I'll post a link to it uh, <laughs> after we post this episode. I'm not even going to try to do any kind of 
rendition of that yeah. either. The the surreal nature of that small clip mm-hmm. can pull me out of a funk any day, any time. I feel like we, we haven't referenced that in a prior episode, right? Because I feel like we've talked about that chicken before recently. Well, you and I have talked about it, but not okay. in an episode. All right. You guys, yes, we need that. Yeah. So many things for us to remember to to post. How so. much did we actually talk about the episode in this? A lot. Okay, good. A lot of the stuff that we tangented on mm-hmm. is also very related mm-hmm. to the episode. It's true. The last thing I want to say is at the end of the episode, when they have won the wheelie mammoth, and it's sitting in their tiny living room, and the, the wheelie mammoth is enormous, mm-hmm. and it is taking up half of their living room in front of the television, and the chicken is nestled into it, mm-hmm. and the chicken lays an egg. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how you get a chicken to lay an egg is you get a giant mammoth for it. Mm-hmm. But when Bob says we need to get rid of the chicken and we need to get rid of the mammoth and Louise says you shut your mouth um, and he's like, what are we going to do with it? It's enormous. And she said, we're going to leave it right there. And he says, it's blocking the TV. And she says, this is what we watch. We watch mammoth and chicken now. I would watch the hell out yes. of that show. Yes. I think they need to make the show Mammoth and Chicken. Yeah, for sure. And make it to where it's not disappointing. Yep. Um, So that's all I got. Yeah, I think I'm, you know, (laughs) most of my stuff was just pointless, like Jesus and butt pillows. Um, You wrote down Jesus and butt pillows? No, that was completely organic. Oh, good. Oh, good. Um, What a relief. Um, yeah, the other things were just small things like um, when Zeke says everything is starting to look like a toe to me. Yes. And I totally know what that feels like yeah. because Tetris. Yeah. Everybody knows the horror of playing Tetris for so long that your brain starts to stick Tetris Tetris blocks into mm-hmm. everything you're looking at. Gross. And you feel like you're never going to be normal again. And that's the same with... Um, Mario Kart when you try to drive yes, later. Yes. Is that what you were going to say? No, but oh. I, I was... That's true. Uh, but I was going to say uh, another popular game was the uh, Bejeweled. Oh, and yeah. And you see those a lot, especially when you're trying to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. It's the worst. Bomb Sweeper. Yep. Do you remember that mm-hmm. from the you know Windows suite? For a while there, it was uh, Mahjong for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God, we have to stop being so lame. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and, wow, that was... Um, <laughs> and scene. This is the way the world ends. Fizzled right out. Um, yeah, so that's uh, taking a fun time one, two, three. I hope we did it justice. I what do thoroughly, you think? thoroughly enjoyed this yeah. uh, episode of Bob's Burgers. Yeah. And, but did you um, thoroughly enjoy this episode of Pod's Burgers. Uh, yeah, I did. I yeah. laughed a, a lot. There was some butt <laughs> stuff in here. <laughs> there was. There was a lot of butt stuff. Here's the thing. Um, the newest episode, which is Live so, and Let Fly, yes. which is the one that just aired, mm-hmm. it just aired, mm-hmm. and I've already watched it six times. I haven't watched it yet. I'm going to watch it tonight. And part of that, I will admit, is because I fell asleep in the middle of it a couple of times last night, and my husband is so tolerant, he let me rewind it back to the part where I was awake and watch it, and then I fell asleep, and I did it again and rewound it back to where I had fallen asleep. And then when he got home tonight, when we were waiting um, to eat, uh, I said, what do you think about watching that again? And he said, that's fine. It's so good. I'm excited. I'm so very excited. I want to talk about that 
And then maybe the next one will be our Thanksgiving episode. What do you, what say you? Yes. And, um, our anniversary of this podcast is also coming up. So, Mm -hmm. um, we need to figure out how we want to mark that occasion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe a sweepstakes. Mm -hmm. Guys, those of you listening, let us know, um, how many of you have the favorite part of Pods Burgers is the end when we plan what we're going to talk about next? <laughs> they're like, oh, I yeah. know it's coming. They're going to just talk about their calendar. And then they're not going to do the thing that they said. I mean, usually. Yeah. Um, so, yes, let's do that. And then mm-hmm. the Thanksgiving episode. Um, I'm very excited to watch this latest episode um, when Chris the Archivist is back tonight. I'll probably have Mm -hmm. first watching you really need to yeah anyway um yes so exciting yeah Um, yeah well guys um you know what go check out some wish books yes and Uh, maybe jen will post the link to that site yeah it's it's good stuff yeah deeply good stuff. i do a lot of that when i have a sudden nostalgic moment and i'll go digging across the internet Mm -hmm. for things like when i looked for dark tower Mm -hmm. And all the sound effects associated. Yeah, there was one particular spread, if you will, in the wish book, um, and it was titled Lifestyle Sleepwear. Oh. And it was just groups of people standing around in various lounge and sleepwear. Laughing like lunatics. Um, Hard sell that. All right. Love you guys. Uh, Thanks for listening. Oh, we're shutting down. Okay. We're, We're done. All right. We're shutting it down. We'll see you later. Okay, bye, 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 bye. Bye. This has been an episode of Pod's Burgers. Our theme song is No Smoking by the Blue Dot Sessions. <laughs>